0: The following program is a presentation of the FlyPod New Media Network, www.theflypod.com.
1: You are listening to Super Chat the official school information podcast for Richland Bean Blossom Community Schools. Thank you for listening in today. And today my guests are Superintendent Dr. Jerry Sanders. We also have Edgewood Junior High Principal Kent Renssler and Edgewood Intermediate Principal Andy Scholl. This program is sponsored exclusively by the locally owned and operated group of McDonald's restaurants in Bloomington and Ellettsville. If you are ready to get started working toward your college degree, McDonald's restaurants in Bloomington and Ellettsville offer financial support to their employees to help make their educational journey easier. Archways to Opportunity offers programs to help make your goals become reality and in a way that fits your lifestyle. For more information on receiving $2,500 annual tuition assistance available to part-time student employees, as well as other programs, visit their website, archwaystoopportunity.com. McDonald's, committed to being America's best first job. Our nationwide media network operates with a team of 35 individual show hosts around the country, We also have 80 syndication partners and 17 different media domain platforms. We provide on-demand media programming for over 3,300 communities across the nation. Super Chat is a show format we offer for school districts across the country. However, this episode of Super Chat is produced solely for the benefit of the stakeholders of Richland Bean Blossom Community Schools. Well, I welcome you all to Super Chat. It's great to have you on. Jerry, let me turn to you first. Coming up on September 7th, you will have the Celebrate Edgewood Showcase. Will you describe the details of this special day's event?
0: Oh, we're very excited about uh, the September 7th uh, showcase. The whole purpose of this event is really to increase uh, the awareness of parents and the community on all the programs and the facilities that we have available for Edgewood students. I used the analogy when I was communicating with the parents about this event that my own kids uh, are all grown now, but when they were in school, uh, life was so busy. Sometimes I had a hard time just keeping up with what was going on in my own child's school, let alone the others. So this was an opportunity. We were really encouraging our parents, uh, like the preschool, elementary parents, to visit the locations we have designated at the junior high and high school to see the great things that they could look forward to for for their own children, and uh, and really just like I said, a whole school community to uh, have one night where we're going to focus on our elementary steam labs. Uh, the preschool will be open. At the junior high, we're going to have the design lab and the media production lab open for families to check out. Also at the junior high, we're going to have a wellness fair uh, in the multi-purpose room. At the high school, we're going to have, well, the pool's going to be open for a community swim night. Uh, and then in the, in the audi- auditorium, the uh, elementary choir and the junior high and high school show choirs will be performing. the uh, Our state championship band will be performing on the football field. Uh, The coffee corral will be open for business. uh, And, of course, our innovative learning center at the high school. To make it a fun night, we're going to have food trucks and a bounce house and an inflatable obstacle course. And Boomer from the Indiana Pacers is going to pay us a visit. We want it to be a fun night, but we also want it to be a night where People uh, will be able to go around and visit different locations. What is
1: the uh, hours on the seventh?
0: Great question. It's five thirty to eight thirty. So there's a lot to do in those three hours. So we will. We want to give them plenty of time to be able to move from facility to to, uh, facility, and uh, everybody will be given a card that they can uh, get stamped at every location they visit. Then at the end of the night. Uh, they can turn that into to get some prizes. It's going to be a great night, and just hope everybody comes out. Um, school today—it just looks so much better than back when I was a, a teacher and principal years ago. There's just—I mean—we're talking about showing off our robotics field and laser printing and 3D printing, microelectronics, uh, and green screens for broadcasting. So uh, we just want everybody to to be able to see uh, all that's available and to be able to also tell our story to the community.
1: Who all can attend, the general members of the community?
0: Yep, everybody's invited. We have, obviously, we sent out some uh, emails to our own families, but it's been on our social media, uh, local radio stations. I've made a couple different appearances on the radio to talk about it. And it's, we're just, everybody we see, we're just trying to invite everybody and so they can get an idea of exactly why we think we're the best school in the area.
1: Sure. Well, Ken, let me turn to you. Uh, you are the new principal at Edgewood Junior High School. So how's it going so far?
2: It's going really well. Uh, I feel like the school year has has started off wonderfully, getting to know the staff trying to fumble through getting to know student names, 600-plus uh, kiddos. It's, that's a feat in just a few weeks. Uh, so it, it's been going really well. What attracted you
1: to take on this principalship role at the junior high school?
2: So I actually spent time back in 2008-2009 uh, subbing in this local area around Monroe County and a little bit in uh, Owen County. Uh, and spent the better part of the year at the high school with Mr. Ackerman. Uh, at the end of that year, I wound up uh, having an opportunity to go down towards the Louisville area to North Harrison. And that was originally just supposed to be a one-year gig and then come back up this way and work a Monroe County or Edgewood. 15 years later, uh, finally got the opportunity to come back into this role. So this is more of a more something that I sought out because North Harrison was looking to become STEM certified. We were flipping our special ed program on its head. And when I looked at where the middle school or the junior high school is, it's exactly where I was trying to take that school. So it was me being able to fast forward two or three years into basically the role that, that I had kind of set my heart on down there.
1: Mm-hmm. In in terms of the responsibilities, uh, it's a fairly typical set of uh, tasks and uh, duties that are associated with an administrator, right?
2: Yeah, uh, I came from the elementary world, so, you know, taking on some more ECA or extracurricular activity things has jumped in there, but still working on discipline, uh, the setup of, you know, having Mr. Siglin as my assistant principal and being able to you know, hand out those responsibilities to, to somebody else and having that support uh, is actually something that's really nice, uh, something I'm not used to.
1: Yeah, I would think so. I would think so. I'm sure you've given this much thought, but what will you be working to accomplish as principal? I mean, do you have some set goals or things you're working toward?
2: Well, Coming into the school year from outside looking in, obviously there's some, some things, you know, you look at our ILEARN scores and, you know, our math scores definitely could be better. So that's something that, you know, we're looking towards. Uh, but for me in this first year, a lot of it is building relationships with my staff and my students and starting to figure out the, the ins and outs and why and how our programs run. I don't want to necessarily come in and change everything because this is a school that I sought out as something that I was working towards. So I want to, I want to get to know the ins and outs before I dive into changing a bunch of things.
1: Well, I, I can kind of understand that uh, you want to get a lay of the land and, and, and really build the relationships that are necessary to uh, make an effective uh, leadership uh, play. Right.
2: Right. Then always, I mean, I, I think this goes for anyone. i um, you know, communication is always something that can be improved um, and just figuring out how that's done and, and shifting things towards my style uh, so that we can get all the staff on the same page as we do start to make tweaks and changes here and there that that we're all moving in the same direction.
1: Well, good luck with this new position, this uh, new set of responsibilities, and uh, you're off to a good start this new year and uh, just keep at it, you know? Oh, Yeah. Well, Andy, uh, you moved from the assistant principal position at Edgewood Intermediate over to the principal position. What are the major differences in the areas of responsibilities uh, between these two positions?
3: Well, I really enjoyed my time as the assistant principal. Um, I had been an elementary principal principal before that, but I enjoyed taking kind of a step back to learn in a a larger district um, all the ins and outs of curriculum. And also being able to work with Mrs. Barrett as a, a, just a wonderful boss that was a, really a partner on the administrative team was just um, a great setup. So um, over the past four years, I was able to get to know staff, get to know the needs of the building. So stepping into the principal role, now I just know what those things are. And then I just need to work with staff to improve our efficiency because there's, there's a ton of moving parts in a building with three grade levels and 600 students.
1: <laughs> I would think, I would think. Well, obviously, uh, careers being what they are, there's always change. But what motivated you to want to move into the principal's position at EIS?
3: Well, when Mrs. Barrett called me this summer and said that she had a new opportunity, I, I took a little bit to think about it, just a, just a night. And I realized how great of a boss she was. Um, And in all honesty, there wasn't much chance of working for someone better. Um, So I think I was probably more concerned with that than anything else. But um, all in all, I think, you know, you sit in a position like an assistant principal role for a few years and no matter who your boss is, you know, you have ideas and you can see some ways to improve things. Um, so I'm just excited to kind of put my spin on the building um, while we're also continuing the great work we've done um, over the past four years, as far as curriculum goes, um, working in our PLCs and really the amazing amount of support we've been able to give students in the area of SEL.
1: How many years have you been in the field
3: of education? Gosh, that's a good question. Um, Let's see, do a little quick math here. I think this would be my 22nd year. Would you
1: agree that it has changed drastically in so many ways? I mean, we don't need to drill down all the specifics, but it's very different today, isn't it?
3: It really has. Um, and and for the better. I believe when I first got into it, it, was, it wasn't maybe as student-centered as it is now. And I think the opportunities we're giving kids... In all of our buildings, they're just remarkable. Um, I mean, I can't imagine, you know, in my first year teaching 22 years ago that kids would be, you know, 3D printing things and laser engraving things and using green screens to do videos, um, you know, video announcements and things like that. When, you know, when I was growing up and even in my first year of teaching, I mean, the announcements were just read by the principal over the over the P.A., and we still do a little bit of that, but we found that if you give kids opportunities and you give them the tools, they will just do more amazing work than you can even think of.
1: Well, and they do seem to be motivated when you put the technology in front of them, aren't they?
3: Oh, absolutely. Um, and so we do have to monitor that a little bit because, you know, if you, before too long you have a kid who's just on a screen all day long um, and you still want them to use, making sure they're using paper and pencil and doing some of those rote practices that are um, important.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, I understand. Yeah, it is a balancing act, that's for sure, but a very different uh, landscape in public ed today. Well, fine conversations today, guys. Uh, I've, I've really appreciated this, and I hope that our listeners, your stakeholders, uh, appreciate the information and hearing from you guys directly. Uh, it's all beneficial, and I hope you uh, good outcome on your September 7th event, Uh, Jerry, that's excellent, the Edgewood Showcase event. And Kent, Andy, I wish you guys success in your new administrative positions. And uh, I wanna thank all three of you for joining me today here on Super Chat.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
1: Folks, I ask that you share this podcast with your community of school-associated friends using social media. I'd like to thank our sponsor for their support the locally owned operated McDonald's restaurants in Bloomington and Ellettsville. Just remember, if you have a comment or a question for us right here in Studio Number 7, email it to us, shout at theflypod.com. Well, I have been your host, Gary Puckett. And our show comes to you free and clear on your portable media device or computer through the program feeds of theflypod.com New Media Network. We're glad you joined us today. Thank you for listening in here on Super Chat, the official school information podcast for Richland Bean Blossom Community Schools.